This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 4th of November. In your Squiz today... A new twist in the Tyrrell case, an assassination attempt on Imran Khan, why we shouldn't be fooled by blue skies, and some great cheese. This is your Squiz Today. Claire, there was a pretty big bombshell dropped yesterday in the ongoing investigation into the disappearance of three-year-old William Tyrrell when one of the top detectives involved said that police are convinced that the boy's foster mother knows where he is. But before we get into this latest development, we need to back it up a bit for anyone not familiar with the case. Yeah, that's fair enough to do. Uh, It was September 2014 uh, that William went missing. He was dressed in a Spider-Man suit uh, and he played outside his foster grandmother's home in Kendall, which is on the New South Wales mid-coast. He was with his five-year-old sister. Uh, His foster mother says that she left them briefly to go inside, uh, that it was then too quiet and they were unable to find him. Uh, One of the biggest ever investigations by New South Wales police uh, involving hundreds of people of interest was launched, Uh, but William has not been found and no one has been charged over his disappearance. Then we get to last year and a new search of the home and the surrounds turned up nothing, Uh, but it became very clear that William's foster parents were the focus of the ongoing investigation. So that brings us up to now and why Detective Sergeant Andrew Lonergan was giving evidence in court against William's foster mother. She's facing charges of lying to the state's crime commission over whether she struck another child in her care. Her lawyers say authorities are using the case to ramp up the pressure on her over William's disappearance. Yeah, and there's a bit of legal wrangling going on. Uh, But long story short, the foster parents' home and phones were bugged by police. And in court yesterday, Detective Sergeant Lonergan uh, was clear that the main objective is for police to try and find out more about where William Tyrrell is. Uh, And yesterday's proceeding also shone a bit of a light on the foster mother, who they are referring to by the initials SD. Uh, They played recordings in court yesterday that prosecutors say are her hitting another foster child uh, with a wooden spoon. Uh, She and her husband are facing assault charges over that, uh, and the child is no longer in their care. As for the investigation into William's disappearance, Homicide Squad boss Danny Doherty recently said that they have a large volume of information and looking into it all is a protracted process. Claire, Pakistan's former Prime Minister and international cricket great Imran Khan was wounded in the leg after gunfire hit his vehicle in an assassination attempt overnight. He was leading a protest calling for early elections. 
Yeah, he's been front and centre of big demonstrations for months now uh, after he was dumped as Prime Minister in April. Uh, And since then, he's been disqualified by Pakistan's Electoral Commission from holding public office again. And he says that that's been politically motivated. Uh, He was protesting in a convoy when his vehicle was hit. Uh, Reports say that at least one person was killed in that attack. Uh, And officials say that Khan is now in a stable condition Uh, and that the man that they have in custody says that he did it because he thinks that Khan is misleading the country with his protests. Pakistan has a long history of political violence. In an extreme case, former Prime Minister Benazir Bhutto was assassinated at a public rally in 2007. Current Prime Minister Shabazz Sharif condemned the shooting and ordered an immediate investigation. Claire, police in New South Wales have found a body thought to be one of the two Sydney men who disappeared in floodwaters earlier this week. And the dangers haven't passed, with several states on high alert this weekend, with authorities warning that blue sky floods could hit eastern Oz over the coming days. Yeah, if we haven't had enough of floods, there's still more on the way. And what it means is that we can't become complacent or assume that the risk is gone just because it's sunny. Uh, And that's because there's an enormous volume of water that's making its way down rivers, and that leaves communities vulnerable to new flood peaks. Uh, Residents in Forbes and Gunnedah in central New South Wales are bracing for the worst floods on record, and also their fourth major flood in two months. And South Australian Riverland communities are also being warned to expect very high flows from the Murray River uh, well into January. Yes, please stay safe if you are in any of those areas. And if that wasn't enough, a polar blast that brought some of the coldest temperatures on record to New South Wales this week is now also making its way across Victoria and Tassie. So even though we're less than a month away from summer, you still might need to rug up this weekend. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today. Claire, oozing melted cheese on pretty much anything is great. So we were all ears when the World Cheese Awards proclaimed the best cheese for 2022 yesterday. Sure were all ears. (laughs) Cheese is the best. And the winner is a very French kind of sounding name, so you're really going to have to bear Come on, with give ears. it to so me. Give a go. You can do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> the people who know French, just close your ears <laughs> for a bit. Le Gruyere AOP Sirchois. Nailed it. Go? Well, okay, good one. <laughs> it's a Swiss cheese. It's not French. Um, and look, normally these winners from these big cheese awards, particularly the ones in Europe, uh, are usually cheeses that we can't get here in Australia, but this is one that you can actually get your hands on here. 
So I'll certainly be lining up at my local cheese shop to have a look at it. Uh, And what they say is that it's a refined handcrafted cheese that melts on the tongue uh, and has notes of herbs, fruits and surprisingly leather. Yes, normally cowhide or sucking in an old boot isn't really something I'd associate with great taste. But given cheese is so closely linked to wine, which is often described in far more obscure terms, I'm definitely down to give it a whirl as well. Friday Lights, Claire. And speaking of cheese, an Italian variety is a key ingredient in this week's recipe. Yep. So this is a recipe that Annalise from our team has recommended. I haven't cooked it yet, but I am lining up to do it tonight. Uh, It is a tomato and burrata tagliatelle. Uh, It is all really fresh ingredients. It looks super, super easy. The trickiest thing is actually cutting up the tomatoes and putting them in the oven by the looks of things. So I'm really keen to give that a crack. See, I think the hardest thing is not eating all the cheese before you cook the dish. (laughs) True. And if you've never tried burrata, it's basically mozzarella filled with cream. It's absolutely delicious. Mm. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to give this a try as well. And if you'd like to have a crack, I'll pop a link to the recipe in your episode notes. Squiz the day, Claire. What are you looking forward to this weekend? Look, there's an important game for the Australian men's T20 team tonight. It's a very complicated mathematical formula for the World Cup at the moment, but essentially Australia needs to beat Afghanistan by a pretty big margin to make the finals, so fingers crossed for them. Yeah, nice one. And Claire, I'm recommending the Squiz shortcut that came out yesterday. It's all about the US midterm elections that are on next week, and it's a really good one to get ahead of the news. So if you'd like to hear that, we'll pop a link to it in your episode notes. That's it from us this week. Have a fantastic weekend wherever you are, and we will catch you again on Monday. Hi there, it's Bryce from Squiz Kids, the daily news podcast for small people. March is Women's History Month and we're celebrating over on our socials. Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at Squiz Kids to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women and together honour their legacies.